Hey, ghoul friends, it's me, Adrian, or Aiden. Either way, I'm still your host, and you are still listening to Susto, the podcast of ooky, spooky, scary stories. Ghoul friends, before I get into the episode today, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety, and it could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Learn more by visiting podvoices.help. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. That is a message that was drafted by a group of people, and it took a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of care to put something like this together. This is an effort that I was tagged in on Twitter. The person that I saw it from was from Ariel Nissenblatt. That's at Ari This and That on Twitter. Thank you, Ariel, and everybody else that worked on putting this message together. There are also a bunch of links uh, for resources and information in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, if you go to the show's notes or the description, the links are going to be there for anyone that needs more information or resources regarding abortion. I read that message because I 100% agree with it. I fully support a person's choice regarding reproductive health, regarding abortion. I have spoken about this before on other projects, and I would be surprised if my stance on this is a surprise to any of my listeners. This is a matter of a person's rights. This is a matter of individual bodily autonomy. And I know that many people are saying this is basically like the gateway where they want to then target after this. It's like a pathway to target marriage equality, interracial marriage, privacy in the bedroom. I also want to put the idea out there that we should not be upset because this might affect me in the future, we should be upset because it is affecting people right now. People will suffer because of this decision. Abortions will still happen, but they will not be, unfortunately, as safe as they should be when the government tries to interfere with a person's decision about their own bodies. I feel very strongly about this. I have always felt this way about abortion. I am very pro-choice. And again, if this is a surprise to you all, I'm not sure how that would be. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever uh, said anything that would make you think otherwise. But again, I understand that people have very strong opinions and are very passionate about this. And also, as someone who does not have a uterus, who cannot give birth, me, I know that my opinion may not weigh as heavily as other people think that theirs does against mine. But I, while I am not a person who can give birth, I am someone who believes in choice, who believes in bodily autonomy, who believes that the government should not be interfering with choices about our own health. So I will leave it there before I go into a very deep (laughs) emblazoned rant and get on my soapbox um, like I've done many times before. But I just wanted to put that message out there. And again, if you are someone who is seeking information or resources regarding abortion, please uh, look at the show notes for this episode. There are links in there. 
I will also be sharing them on social media. I've been liking and retweeting Ariel's tweets. And so if you're not already following me online, it's not always going to be about the show or what new sticker I'm making. You know, I'm a person who cares about things. And while I try to keep the show very light and very secluded from what is happening around the world, there are many instances where you cannot be silent, where you should not be silent, and where you should use your platform, however big or small, to stand up for what you believe in and for what is right. And that this is my attempt to do that. So without trying to sound like I'm plugging myself, again, the socials are at Susto Podcast on every platform, including Twitter, where I'm sharing the majority of these messages. I'm going to try better to share these messages and these resources on Facebook and Instagram as well. With that being said, not a ton of updates. I do want to say that I am very, very excited to be working on a collaboration with another artist. This is someone who I've posted on my Instagram before. It's Adrian Ajeles, also known as Art Toast Adrian on Instagram. Adrian has done artwork about the Bistaco story. So if you haven't checked out their work, please go follow them on Instagram. They're an amazing artist and an amazing designer. And uh, most recently, they, they posted artwork that they were inspired to do after listening to the episode about La Mano Peluda. And it turned out really great. And I love it so much that I actually asked Adrian if they would be willing to collaborate with me on either a print design or a sticker. So I'm working on the logistics in my craft space about uh, what exactly I want to make and how that's going to work. But you can, of course, like I said, follow the socials for updates about that. And I'll also be sharing the reel that he posted on Instagram so that you all can see his artwork because it is amazing. It's I'm truly like mind blown at so many people's talents and very grateful that people <laughs> listen to the podcast and take any ounce, any like iota of inspiration from it. Those are pretty much the only updates for the show. If you have any of your own stories that you want me to share on the show, whether it's reading them on the show, on the socials, if it's of picture, video, audio, whatever kind of recording you want to submit, please do so. And I will find a way to share that. You can get that to me as a DM on socials. You can also leave it in a five-star review, or you can email me to sustopodcast at gmail.com. Truly appreciate it. Truly appreciate all of you. So finally, without taking too much more of your time, we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode, which is the story of the ghost nun of the Durango Cathedral. During the 19th century, approximately in the 1950s, in the city of Durango, a love story was born between a French soldier and a nun, who despite knowing their love was impossible, fought to be together. However, fate had a tragic end in store for them. Beatrice was a beautiful young woman who decided to be a nun and dedicate her life, body, and soul to God she joined a convent on the outskirts of Durango, Mexico. One day, from her bedroom window, Beatriz saw a handsome soldier named Fernando from the nearby French military headquarters who was walking in front of her convent, and as soon as her eyes met his, it was love at first sight. From that moment on, and without ever having exchanged a word, they had an unspoken agreement. Every day, at the same time, Fernando would pass by the front of the monastery 
to admire Beatrice's beauty, even if only for a few seconds, while she gazed back at him from her window. One very early morning, an incessant banging started at the convent's door. When Beatrice rushed to open the door, she found Fernando covered in blood. The soldier with whom she was deeply enamored with was injured in an ambush and at death's door. She gave him lodging and treated his wounds with great delicacy, but she feared that if he went out into the streets again he would not survive, so she hid him in her room for a few days while he regained his strength. During that time, the two quickly fell madly in love, to such an extent that Beatrice was willing to leave everything for him, and him for her. But it was not time yet. Their love had to be kept secret until resolution was found between their countries. Once the French intervention ended, Fernando had to leave, but not without promising that he would return for her, finally able to pursue their passion for one another. Unfortunately, Fernando would not keep his promise and would never return. After leaving Mexico, he was shot along with his troops by Mexican soldiers, and Beatriz never found out about her lover's sudden and violent death. Every day, she asked God for Fernando to come back, but it never happened. However, she did not tire of waiting and never gave up. The nun went up to the bell tower of the cathedral every single night to wait for her lover to return. Sadly, she waited in vain for her departed Fernando until her last day. One morning, Beatriz was found dead on the walkway in front of the cathedral. Several bronze plaques commemorate Beatriz's story, including one located in the spot where you can see the enigmatic figure that once caused terror among locals. Some say she threw herself to her death, unable to stand the waiting any longer, not knowing Fernando had long since perished. Others believe it was a tragic accident. In her anticipation of possibly seeing him walking down the road, she may have leaned too far over the edge and slipped. Regardless of how poor Beatrice's life ended, legend has it that her soul still wanders the cathedral, and at night you can see the silhouette of a nun dressed in white, who from the bell tower looks towards the horizon, waiting to meet her love once more. If you look at her long enough, she may lock eyes with you too. Okay, so in researching this story, uh, well, first I want to say I pieced together bits and pieces from different links. So uh, one of them is from Descubro.Mexico, uh, another one's from Express.Adobe.com, and the last one is from AtlasObscura.com. You can find all the direct links in the Susto Google Docs. If you're a patron, that's patreon.com slash Podcast. But in looking through the research of this, well, first of all, it was a very short story. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I've ever really told like a love story on the show before, but I was like, this is a little bit of a different vibe, but I'm still into it, especially 
especially with the whole The Conjuring universe, where The Nun is such a icon for that universe of films. I mean, there's there's the movie The Nun. I think we all have these understandable fears of these things that should not go together, right? Like things that should not be spooky, but are. So like child ghosts. Child ghosts are always the worst. They're always the scariest. Maybe also because demons will usually, it's said that demons will usually take the form of a child to deceive people and gain people's trust to manipulate them because people are more sympathetic to a child ghost because it's like oh that's sad you know that's a that's a little baby you want to help their little spirit and then boom turns out to be a demon whereas the demon who possessed me i'm not a child i'm just kidding or am i but the same thing with a nun you know you don't expect a nun to be spooky or scary and that i think there's also something to be said about what we believe is spooky or scary some people are not scared of ghosts or spirits because not all entities are evil or demonic you know but still i think most people's the majority of everyone's reactions including mine to be honest would be to be fearful if i saw a spirit or a ghost again it's that not dissonance, but it's, I don't know, like those things shouldn't go together because it's something that should be trusted or revered like a child or a nun paired with something that maybe you cannot trust or should not trust like a ghost or a demon because you also don't know what kind of entity you're coming across if you were to see something like that. If you were to see a ghost or a spirit, you don't know what their intentions are. You don't know if they're good or bad, if they're mean or nice. I think we just have this inherent fear of these things that maybe should not pair together, which makes me think, okay, so people, what other other kinds of people would we not necessarily think of as being scary would be scary as a ghost child nun children nuns i don't know i just honestly i can't think of one right now but if, if you have one leave it in the comments of the social posts about this episode like what what would be your two pairings this is another one that there's not a ton of context and i i like that it's a very quick spitfire ghost story like you just say it it can be spooky and then you're done there's no like big introspection to it i'm really interested though to know more about unrequited loves and like these forbidden romances this is a very good example of one of a french soldier and a mexican nun and you know their their cultures are at war with each other but they found love in a hopeless place like rihanna once said i don't know this is something that i might look more into because i mean there's many stories that are like this right where are they where are the spooky versions of this romeo and juliet pretty dark spoiler alert but not really if you don't know how it ends but they die at the end right okay here's what i want actually i want like a follow-up either and someone tell me if this exists i'm gonna look it up once i'm done with this too but someone tell me if this exists i want like a sequel but from the point of romeo and juliet's souls their spirits wandering the earth because they meet all the criteria to be like a poltergeist right they're disturbed spirits they both had a really hard life they both had a tragic end and they both had unfinished business they leave this realm without pursuing their their love and their relationship i want a part two maybe something funny where they like haunt their families as revenge oh that'd be so good oh my god my mind i'm a genius all right if this does exist already then i'm not a genius but i would definitely love to hear about it whether it's like a book or comic or a, a movie anything i think that'd be fun that'd be cute
All right, ghoul friends, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. And I really hope, again, if you're someone who is interested in the resources or the information regarding abortion and abortion services, that you check out the links in the show notes. I'm also going to read a a second message that was drafted by Ariel and all the other people that took part in writing this. Again, thank you all so much for putting this together. Again, it takes a lot of time and energy and care into putting something like this together. So again, thank you so much. So this says, while Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety, and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. And that's the number four in the link. Donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. 3. Abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. 4. PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And 5. Choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. You can also find links to all of these resources at podvoices.help. Once more, I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you all for listening. I will talk to you next time. Until then, hashtag love is love. Bye.